this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. The royal family of Ravania were going to visit the city during their world trip. And, of course, they were all bringing their precious crowns with them. They asked the mayor of the city to take special precautions. Thank you. So, he placed the crowns in a safe in a hidden room in his office, guarded by a couple of security officers. <laughs> However, the next morning, when the mayor came to check on the crowns to report to the royal family that they were safe, he started panicking. Can you guess why? It's because the crowns inside the safe are not the real ones. The first crown has a price tag on it. The second crown is broken. And one of the gemstones on the third crown is missing. Oh no! That wouldn't happen if it was the real thing. The mayor wanted to make sure that whoever had stolen the crowns was caught. He also hoped the police would find them before the media learned about what had happened. And the only person who could help him was Detective Zelda. So, he immediately called her. The detective arrived at his office and inspected the secret room. She noticed something that might help her with her investigation. Can you figure out what it is? There's a piece of paper under one of the fake crowns. The thief left a note. Detective Zelda read it. Hmm. Dear Maya, I'm very disappointed in you. This accident has proved how inept you are at providing comfort and security for your guests, as well as your citizens. I believe I can be convinced to give the crowns back if you pay me a large, and I mean it, sum of money. Mark my words and count on what I say in my letter on this matter. Here is my contact number. 19.1-1.3-19.1 and 13 point we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night ember hot and icy cold the rage of the earth we made this curse carved it in the blood on our backs we did not see we could not but she did and in the end what will I become Senwa Saga Hellblade 2 Play it now with Game Pass. 3 dash 1.2 dash 6.3 dash 9.1. Yours truly, the Riddling Man. What can you make of this number? Well, the mayor thought it was a phone number. 
he immediately took his phone and dialed the number. But just as Detective Zelda suspected, no one answered. In one of the last sentences of his letter, the riddling man underlined mark, words, count, and letter. That must be a hint. The number before the dots indicates which word you should look for in the note, and the number after the dot tells you which letter you need in that word. For example, 19.1 means you need to find the 19th word, which is comfort. The letter you need is the first one, which is C. When you do that for every number, you'll get Cafe West. Before Detective Zelda left for the cafe, she decided to check the security camera footage recorded at night. The mayor took her to the surveillance room. There were three different monitors, each showing the room from different angles. Detective Zelda realized only one of them was still recording live. Hmm. The other two were showing fake images. Which recording is real and why? Do you remember what the room looked like when Detective Zelda was inspecting it? The clock certainly wasn't on this wall. It was on the opposite one. So the footage on the first monitor is fake. The footage on the second monitor isn't real also. If you look closer, you'll see a moth flying around the room. But it repeats the same movement over and over again. That's badly edited fake footage. So it makes the footage from the third monitor the real one. Oh, yes. Detective Zelda rewound the footage and found the moment when the Riddling Man had broken into the room. He was covering his face, so it was impossible to tell what he looked like. Still, Detective Zelda managed to notice something that could help her find the criminal. Can you tell what it is? If you look at the lower left corner, you'll see someone walk into the room and leave it quickly while the Riddling Man is stealing the crowns. Could that mean that the Riddling Man has a partner? To find that out, Detective Zelda questioned all the security guards who had been working the night shift. The first guard, George, said that he'd been keeping watch in front of the door. The only time he left his place was when he took a short bathroom break. The second guard, Joe, said he'd been standing in front of the door to the mayor's office all night, and the only person who took a break was George. Hmm. The third guard, Brian, said he'd been right there by the door as well. Hmm. Hmm. Detective Zelda knew only one of them was telling the truth, and the other two were lying. Who is the liar? Do you remember what the shoes of the man who entered the room looked like? White sneakers, and that's what Brian is wearing. So he's lying. And since Joe didn't mention that Brian had left his place, he's a liar too. George is the only one who's telling the truth. Ciao. Brian and Joe immediately started begging Zelda. We can't end up in jail. We promised we didn't steal anything. You have to believe us, Detective Zelda asked. Then why did you lie? They said that they had heard some noise coming from the room while George was away. They decided that Brian would check the room and Joe would keep watch. When Brian saw someone in the room, he got scared and ran out of there. He told Joe that he would rather lose his job than have something bad happen to him. 
As for Joe, he lied because Brian was his best friend, and he didn't want him to get fired. And since they never saw anyone enter or exit the room, they thought they were imagining things. After all, they were very tired. What do you think Zelda can do to check if the guards are telling the truth? She can check the surveillance footage of the street outside the building to confirm that nobody entered or left. When Zelda couldn't see anyone even walk across the street, she came to the conclusion that Brian and Joe were telling the truth. Yeah. The detective decided to check the secret room once again to figure out how the riddling man had gotten inside. Sometime later, she managed to spot another hidden door. Can you see it too? The bookcase is actually a door. Oh my god. She examined the door to figure out how to open it. She noticed three buttons, but only one could open the door. If Zelda pressed the wrong button, the door would get locked for good, and she would not be able to figure out where it led. Which button should she press? Take a look at the books next to the buttons. One of the titles is meaningless, while the others make sense. That must be an anagram, a word or phrase formed by rearranging the letters of another. When you rearrange the letters in the title, you'll get the second button. Mm. Detective Zelda pressed it, and the bookcase door opened. The woman saw a narrow hallway with stairs leading down. She took a step, and the door closed behind her back. She tried to force it open, but it wouldn't move. The only thing she could do was go down the stairs. She ended up in an underground pit. Inside, there was nothing but a shovel and a sign that showed her that she was around the pit. In the hole to the left, there were venomous snakes. The pit on the right was filled with poisonous gas. And on the ground right above her head, there was an angry dog with sharp teeth. What should she do? She should dig upwards. She needs to listen to the sounds the dog makes and wait for the animal to fall asleep. Then she should walk quietly past it. That must be how the riddling man entered and left the room. Detective Zelda didn't want to waste any more time, so she headed to Cafe West. A guy sitting at the table in the corner caught her eye. He looked suspicious. When Detective Zelda started walking towards him, he quickly wrote something on the newspaper he'd been reading. Then, he ran away through the back door. Detective Zelda tried to catch him, but failed. She checked the paper and found another note. It said, You're not the mayor, but I'll give him one last chance. It looks like you work for him, so bring me $20 million in cash. We can meet at the building that has the most stories in two hours. What building does the riddling man mean? The library. Of course, Detective Zelda was not going to give him any money. She took an empty bag to trick him into believing she had the cash so that he wouldn't run away. She went to the library. When she entered, she saw the riddling man wearing the same sunglasses and coat. He was waiting for her in the riddle and puzzle books section. Then, suddenly, 
someone accidentally pushed the woman. She dropped her bag. It fell on the floor and opened. The riddling man saw it was empty and understood that this was just a plan to catch him. He ran away. But he dropped something while escaping. It was a library book, and there was a library card inside. It had three different addresses of three different people who had borrowed the book before. Zelda immediately realized which was the riddling man's address. How did she figure it out? Remember the note the riddling man wrote to her at the cafe? The first address is written by the same person. Detective Zelda had two police officers break into the riddling man's apartment. They found the crowns, but the criminal was gone. For some reason, Detective Zelda felt that she would see the riddling man again. Robert went on a business trip but returned home a day earlier. He found his wife in the bedroom, reading. Do you think she's lying to him? Yes, Robert's wife is overdressed for a reading night. Also, look, there's someone's foot under the bed. Now your task will be to decide which person of the two is in the wrong. Ready? Here's the first one. Quinn and Eliza can't swim. This summer, they both decided to learn how to do it finally. Quinn went to the river near her house. Eliza went to the lake with her friends. They both jumped into the water alone. Who's in greater danger? Quinn, if she starts drowning, no one will be able to help her. Also, the water in the river isn't steady, so it's dangerous to learn there. Chloe and Everly went to go to a party their classmates are throwing, but it's a school night, so their parents banned them from going. Chloe decided to go out of her bedroom window, and Everly wanted to sneak out from the back door. Who won't make it to the party tonight? Everly, most probably. Chloe is acting quite risky, but she might manage the trip. But Everly's mom is right there around the corner, reading. She'll definitely see her daughter trying to sneak out. Hazley and Annabelle plan to go to the movies with their friends tonight. Meanwhile, they're enjoying a hot summer day. Who is not going to make it to the movies? Hazley. She's about to cook the meat that has been standing in the sun for a while. By the evening, she'll probably get food poisoning. Liberty and Cleo went on vacation to Greece. Now they're about to jump off a cliff. Who's in danger? Liberty. There are rocks under the cliff she's about to jump from. Nova made her daughter stay at home and study instead of going to a friend's birthday party. Allison's daughter had to spend the entire day in her bedroom instead of going to the movies. Teenagers come down to dinner at 7 o'clock. Which parent didn't notice they were being lied to? Nova. It's raining and her daughter has wet hair. It means she was outside and not sitting in her bedroom. Beth and Kylie are having fun outside during their winter break. Beth is learning how to skate on the lake, and Kylie is skiing in the forest. Who is not smart? 
Beth. The ice on the lake is cracking and there's no one around to help her. William and Daniel are driving to work and they're both running very late. Who's doing something really wrong? Daniel, he's driving way over the speed limit in the neighborhood. All the money from the city bank was taken in the middle of the day without anybody noticing. The room where it was stored was found completely empty, not counting a signature note saying 7718. The police arrested three most known criminals in the city, Bill, Dove, and Alex. The problem was that they didn't know which one was the robber because they didn't find any fingerprints. What's your call, detective? If you turn the paper around, the numbers will turn into a name. Bill. He must be the robber this time. Right before sunset, a peasant boy was caught by the king's palace. The king was very mad and didn't want to let him go just like that. He loved all kinds of riddles, so he gave the boy a chance to escape. He said that the boy could walk out of any of the three doors. And if he stayed safe, he'd be free. Behind the first door, there was a huge pot with water that was boiled just in the morning. Behind the second door, there were three hungry lions. Behind the third door, there was a raging fire. The boy made his choice and managed to leave. Which door did he walk out of? He walked out of the first door. If the water was boiled in the morning, by sunset, it would already be barely warm. Mrs. Quinn, a mother of four, went to work. She left a $50 bill on the kitchen table for her oldest daughter, Katie, to go shopping. Later that day, Katie told her that she couldn't find it. Mrs. Quinn told her to look for it, and Katie asked each one of her siblings. Serena texted, The money was there, but I didn't touch it. Hannah texted, I put it under some plates so that it doesn't fly away. Della texted, There was a pile of yesterday's junk mail. I threw it away. Maybe the money was there. Who took the money? It must have been Della. There was no mail when Mrs. Quinn left the bill on the table, so Della is making things up. Aurora and Autumn were spending their summer in the countryside. They loved to go on long walks and explore the surroundings. One day, they found an abandoned hotel and just walked in. Everything there was crushed, and the glass was shattered. They took some photos and were looking through them at home. One of the photos scared them. Which one and why? Probably this one. Look, there's a mirror, and they're not reflected in it. Amelia and Dakota are sisters. Their grandmother gave Amelia a bracelet, but they both loved it. So, Dakota often steals the bracelet from her. Once, Amelia came home and noticed that the bracelet was gone. She knocked on her sister's door. Dakota opened the door but noticed that it was her sister and shut it. A bit later, Amelia broke into the room and started searching for the bracelet, but she didn't find it anywhere. On her way out, she remembered something and managed to find her bracelet. Where was it?
Amelia remembered that when Dakota opened the door, she was wearing a t-shirt. The next time, she was already wearing a long sleeve shirt. She put on the bracelet and was hiding it under the sleeve. That's why Amelia didn't find it in the room. Spencer woke up in a dungeon. She didn't know what had happened, but there was a door. Spencer tried to open it, but it was shut. There were three buttons. On one button, there was a circle. On the second one, there was a triangle. On the third one, there was a rectangle. One button will set her free, and the other two will lock the door forever. There was a note saying, 1, 5, 7, 11. Which button should she press to get out? You might have noticed that there's a clock right above the door, and it's there for a reason. If you draw lines connecting 1, 5, 7, and 11, you will get the shape of a rectangle. So Spencer should press the button with a rectangle on it. Lucas, the heir of a rich gentleman, visited his cousin, Kai, for a cup of tea. They were talking about water polo when suddenly Lucas couldn't breathe anymore. Kai called the doctor, who said that Lucas had been poisoned. Both men were drinking the exact same tea. How did Kai manage to poison his cousin? The poison must have been on Lucas's cup. When he touched it with his lips, he probably licked it off. There's a town where it's only allowed to have fun and eat candy. No one ever reads or studies. Mrs. Rellum came home after a long and fun day at the club. Her three daughters spent a fun day at home. She asked them what they'd been doing. Hannah said that she was watching TV all day long. Elle said that she spent the day in a water park. Ava said that she and her friends had had a candy-eating marathon. Still, Mrs. Rellin could tell that one of her daughters lied and actually spent all day reading. Who was it? It was Hannah. Take a closer look at the books on her table. Most of them have perfect spines, but this one has a bent spine, so Hannah was reading it. The woman called the police and reported that she'd been robbed. Here's a recording of what she said. I went to the ladies' room to fix my makeup because I was on a date. Suddenly, someone approached me from behind and hit me on the head with something heavy. I blacked out, and it took me several minutes to come. I'm still feeling dizzy. I don't know what the person looked like. I didn't see anything. I was reapplying my lipstick. The police refused to fill in the report and sent her home. Why? If the woman was applying her lipstick, she must have been looking in that huge mirror every bathroom has. No one could have approached her from behind without her noticing it. She probably just lied and made up the whole story. An iced tea cafe owner reported that someone had stolen all the money when he had left for two minutes. The police interrogated three customers. Tatum, a teenager, said that she'd been listening to music and minding her own business. Charles, a middle-aged man, said that he'd just arrived a couple of minutes ago and hadn't seen anything. Skylar, a doctor, said that she had been focusing on her book and her drink and had seen nothing. Who's guilty? Charles said that he'd just arrived, but look, the ice in his drink has melted. He definitely has been there for a while, not just a couple of minutes.